Hello, welcome to Daily Musings Podcast with JP Hummingbird. It is Saturday the 17th, something like that. Does it matter? Uh, yeah, just... When you're not feeling holy, your loneliness feels like a sin. Uh, yeah, today I'm feeling super holy. I just... Yeah, I just want a weekend of solitude and uh, I feel like I've earned it. Yeah, I'm just hit that sweet spot. Uh, yeah, I'm learning to relax again. Uh, my last physio session really, uh, it got me back into this thing about just letting your belly out. <laughs> and uh, as weird as that sounds, yeah mm, let's unpack it a little bit so like you know the aesthetic of like hard abs tight everything tight toned firm and just like you know it looks amazing doesn't it I guess you know when you see these athletic specimens and uh, oh shit right so but what yeah what's happening is I guess there might be subconsciously there's this element of and then I uh, I spoke to an an osteopath who was saying like oh you need to firm your core up da 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 so so I'm, I'm using these holding patterns and creating tension where there shouldn't be tension and and, and that's triggering lots of pain and pat fear patterns of, you know, there's obviously been some trauma, like physical trauma, and then it's replaced by sort of tension and psychological trauma. And like pain is a multifaceted thing. And uh, this physio, I just, yeah, he just woke me back up to that. Yeah, the stuff I was, when I was in India, I did loads of different types of yoga and things. And and I kept going back to this Iyengar yoga, which is very sort of rigid and tense. And, uh, and yeah, I'd always sort of think this is not the way. And then I found this yoga teacher online called Simon Borg Olivier. And he's taught, you know, he, he's obsessed with this sort of letting your belly out. And uh, this idea of moving with your core is not creating tension and then moving. It's like, you're not bracing your core. It's using your, your hips in the right way. So, uh, yeah, it's hard to explain, but so I was with this physio and he was like, right, Ben, you know, bend forward and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I'm thinking pain, alarm bells are ringing and, you know, I have to bend my knees to, and then he's, and then he's like, right now, blow, let, let your belly out, blow, hold your belly out, like breathe out and then bend and it was like, yeah, it's like revelatory, but like a re-revelation. And then I'm like, of course, man, of course, I've been here before. And uh, it's just amazing 
how we fall in the traps again and again but I guess the the the, the previous version maybe fell in or got out that hole and it's just a different set of circumstances isn't it and and it's arose again a similar pattern and uh, yeah I feel like, I feel super optimistic now moving forward and uh, able to relax and enjoy the space I've created uh, oh, sorry about the noise in the background unfortunately oh fortunately ah we have to do these mundane things, don't we? I'm washing clothes and but yeah, that level of noise is it's a bit much. And uh, but if I wait and wait and wait, then I'll lose the inspiration to do this. So so yeah, welcome, welcome to Daily Musing Podcast with JP Hummingbird. Uh, if you've never listened to this before, you've probably stopped already. So. You know, thanks for coming and going. Uh, and these rambling intros are like, it's just a little sort of taste. I'm just trying to process what's running through, what's running past the front of my mind and, and just sort of trying to unfilter, give it to you. Some people just like to listen and it feels like that, you know, Oh man, but yeah, if you're new, it's it's very, what's the word, scattered and gathered, I love that term, it's from an old Steinbeck novel, and uh, he was my favourite author for a long time, like, yeah, I really enjoyed reading his prose, and then... Now my favourite author, Pier Roberto Balagno. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Uh, so let's do a segment. It's called poetry, and I, I subscribe to a poetry uh, from America, Poetry Journal. Uh, let's find a poem that's not too long, and then, then we'll read it and see what see what happens. El único día. That's cool. It's like I just talked about. It's by Umberto Abacá. I think I might have read this one. All right. El único día en la vida donde no se oculta el sol se llama esperanza. The only day in life where the sun doesn't set is called hope. Yeah, hope. I tend to like conscious of the fact that a lot of when I send messages and stuff I say hope all is well hope this hope that and uh, I want to change that because I don't it's like you're setting up you're setting up an expectation and what if they're not feeling good um, you know it's like it's like when your mother's always saying I just want you to be happy it's just a, it's actually if you it's such a yeah, it hurts man. Well, I'm just wondering just wondering if people say that to me hope I don't know uh, but hope is like a it's a delusional statement I guess 
I'm not sure if it if it matters, but I feel like language uh, does matter. Uh, I guess I'd replace like I'm. Is feeling optimistic the same as feeling hopeful? Optimism feels like I've been given some factual information that's like, or some sort of revelation that's shifted something and that creates optimism. Whereas hope, I feel like, is like, he just like, hope is ungrounded optimism. So, like, yeah, it's just like, yeah. I don't know, probably analyse that a bit too much, but, you know, whatever, sharing something. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I said, I just want to... Uh, yeah, I feel like I need a weekend just on my own in my little uh, paradise, which is uh, like a top floor of a modest apartment complex. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this morning, yeah, so sweet spot wise, this morning I, I've started a Substack page after Von Neumann, uh, inspired by Von Neumann, who's got this who's, who's created a Substack page talking about music, which is what he should be doing. He is a, one of the finest musicologists I know and has introduced me to a lot of incredible sounds and he is genuinely passionate and genuinely yeah has a finely tuned ear so that yeah I really enjoy when his posts arrive uh, I've just created <laughs> I did my first post which was like it's just a, a poem that I've composed in about 30 minutes so <laughs> Obviously, it's it's not great, but I just uh, I just try and capture a moment and see if it resonates with anybody. But uh, I feel like if I try and drag it out, I'll just give in. When it comes to writing, because I'm not I'm not a, an academic writer. I uh, I don't know how to chop pro. I don't know how to piece chop things up and put it back together. I just and part of me doesn't want to. I just want I like uh, I want to see its form and revel in it and enjoy it. I don't want to know what's going on underneath. Uh, I feel like there's value in that, and with plus I haven't got the capacity for that. So it's quite convenient. <laughs> or am I just post rationalising everything? Uh, inevitably, but what can we do?
Anyway, so I haven't got this phone to hand. I probably should read it, shouldn't I? Uh, uh, to read it, I'd have to access it on my phone here. Let's try without making too much noise. Is it still recording? Yep. So let's have a look. It's going to sound awful if I read it. Oh, God, yeah. Please try again. Ignore. Error. Error. What does all that mean? Uh, why is everything tricky? Hmm. So there's, yeah, there's quite, I do like this Substack idea. There's lots of interesting things. Uh, oh, unless it's all changed. Oh, I don't, I forget. Okay, that's died. All right, let's get back to where we were. Anyway, there's a line in it that reminds me of this song. I'm gonna sing it. I need a capo. Yeah, let's put it on. I'm gonna play this with the capo on the one. <laughs> For all you budding guitar players out there. <laughs> underneath but not really
skeleton tree pressed against the sky. The jittery TV glowing white like fire. And I breathing into my belly I could really like low down into my belly and it seems to be really tuning tuning my uh, nervous system in a, in a real positive in a real sort of like the parasympathetic nervous system which is like the relaxing energy that's <laughs> have I got away from that I guess it's life becomes so cerebral at times when especially if I have to process a lot I guess that's the problem when I'm around people too much all that processing just take puts me squarely in my third eye like mind's eye and just and then when I'm up there down I don't feel I lose connection with the rest of my body 
being whatever. And it just starts to speed up. Just like tension and For massage therapy on Wednesday, and just the you could feel the like nuts and the gristle, and like, what is all that? It's like it's the, you know, it's a it's the physical result of just this cerebral lifestyle of. Yeah. So trying to find ways to balance that out, I think a really good way is being creative. Uh, another way is just anything that sort of accesses you, brings you back into your body. And just following good advice. But to follow good advice, you have to find good people. And that's not that easy. That's where the perseverance comes in, I think. You just have to... You stay open and you trust and you know that, you know, and then eventually you just have to discern what is good advice and what's not. But I feel like if I just close off from everything and just, then you know, I'd become trapped in my own little, like my advice is, <laughs> yeah, I think my advice is good for other people, but not for me. Because it often involves like, uh, catastrophic, uh, I don't know, yeah. Build a catastrophic image in your head and then try and counter it, whereas reality doesn't need that. It needs something more mundane, less dramatic, more uh, in tune with uh, what's really going on and then... This isn't nice. Right. Should we have a look? Share another poem. Let's see what else we got. Uh, there's one here called Portrait of a Boy on the Other Side of a Glory Hole. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not going to read that. quite sad I don't know it's quite heavy and I feel like you probably get enough heaviness from my general patter yeah like this this uh, what is it it's like a, a magazine or do you call it a journal but it's very diverse in styles and, and types of poets and <laughs> let's try this writing prompt. This could be this is interesting though maybe. If you're feeling 
weighed down by language on the page, try the following. I put on a British accent there. Choose, number one, choose your medium and support. For Super Bubble One, after Malame, I choose different coloured pens and black Posca marker as my media and gum as my support. Malame chose ink as a medium and stones, fans, Easter eggs and jugs as supports. I recommend anything that seems fun and easy to come by. Two, do some test runs to see how your medium and support interact. Three, start to write. I hope the visceral joy of the activity will allow you to think in ever deepening and illuminating alignments with the materials themselves. Questions to consider. How will you, if you will, persevere the poem? Hey, how will you preserve the poem? Will it stay a singular work or be photographed, transcribed, etc.? And the images... Uh, I guess you've got to see the images for this to make sense. They're very... Uh, it does look like fun. I'm not sure... to describe this like red ink swirling and black and burnt parts of the page are burnt there's one where it's actually on fire bits of it are on fire and there's pencil underneath and yeah quite Celebrus 5 mottled shade splashing in water and Celebrus 6 thrice a dream smeared laughter Something I could never dream of doing. But it looks, it looks great. It reminds me of when I lived at the Blue House in Borsal Heath and we had this, we, we painted this guitar white and then did like a Jackson Pollock and there was maybe four of us, all the members of the house and we had it up on the wall for ages. It was like, it was kind of cool. It was a collaborative thing you know, and it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't sophisticated, but it was interesting, and it sort of, it was a shared experience, and it, yeah, I remember Macafoto took a look, took some pictures of it, and to sort of, yeah, interesting times, everyone sort of, yeah, when I talked about scattered and gathered, and there was a great gathering at that time of sim, you know, of like, there was a real shared understanding of this journey and like that sort of ability to hang out, but to be, to be able to find isolation as well. And yeah, it was real special. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, it'd be cool now if I could have this isolation and, the, the, and maybe the, and there is people in, in the other room. But at the minute, I'm struggling to figure that. Uh, yeah, that was, that was the magic of the Blue House. You could be in your own space, isolated, creating something, and then you could just walk downstairs and there'd be voices and people and... Kind of special. That was the only time I've had that. 
you know, growing up, it was like you just too much, too much. There was no space. There was no own space. It was very oppressive in that sense for my head anyway. And then now it's like blessed solitude, but no easy escape if the solitude becomes loneliness. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. How do you find the, the, the right balance? Like, um, yeah, I guess you, yeah, interesting, yeah. That's where you've got to try and set these clear boundaries. Which, yeah, which came up on Monday when I was chat when we were, when I was doing this CBT session. Yeah, I think the last podcast I, pro- I mentioned it. <clears throat> Let's go over what. <clears throat> yeah, so it's kind of like we talked about talked about so yeah setting boundaries clear boundaries and then being present having more spontaneity Uh, yeah grounded in the present bringing how when you notice why Mm. allow others to know my limitations what are my expectations of others? That's the clear boundaries bit. And then to have more spontaneity, be present in the here and now. I feel like I've captured a bit, some of that to this weekend, and I want to hold on to it. But it's letting people know, I guess, how do I let people know that I'm in that space? And, and then also inviting in, potentially inviting in the interruption and not making it too rigid. Cool to be in this headspace, I think. Okay, I feel like uh, this is a natural ending point, and uh, I have to play one song, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, we'll do a quick, I'll do a quick song to finish.
Thanks for listening. I'm fairly well. <laughs>